Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast, episode 76. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast, where learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, welcome back. Amazing to have you here. I hope that you are doing well and I am super excited that you have joined me this week for all things Brand Builders Lab. Yeah, so today I actually want to talk to you about something that I have been talking about a lot. I've written it in my book. I did an Insta post on it that went off and I've been talking about it on one of my webinars that I have been running quite a few of in the last couple of weeks. And that is why now is the time for you to hire yourself as the CEO in your business. I feel like this really embodies so much of what I teach in Brand Builders Academy and what I talk about because I am all about like having fun and being creative and building a business that you love. But I am so focused and so determined to help more women to create the right business structure, strategies and systems so that they can scale. And when I say scale, scale is grow in whatever way that you really desire. So it may not be that you're building a bigger business. It may be that you're working less, but earning more because of the systems that you've put in your business. Maybe you have decided to take what you do and put it online, like some of my clients are doing and seeing great success with. There could be many other ways that you can scale your business. And so it's really about looking at all the different ways you can do that, what works for you and how are you going to get what you want at the end of the day through being really strategic and smart about the way that you build your business as well. So that is what we're going to be talking about and I cannot wait to dive in. But obviously, if this is your first time, then welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I am your hostess with the mostess, Suze Chadwick, and this podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange. And I work with women in business to help you build a confidently bold brand, articulate a powerful message, and attract clients who want what you have so that you can play bigger and brand bolder. Yeah? I get excited about this stuff. I'm not going to lie. But before we dive into this week's episode, and I cannot wait to share this with you because I did something, I'm not going to lie, I did something a little clever and I can't wait to share with you what I did. But before we do dive in, I just want to let you know that this week is the last week that you can register for Brand Builders Academy live round. So this episode will be going live a little bit early this week, which will be either on the 24th or the 25th. Uh, of September 2019 and Brand Builders Academy is open at the moment for registrations. Now, everything that I've just talked about, about you creating the right business structure, systems and strategies to scale, that is what Brand Builders Academy is about. It is about creating a stellar mindset so that you do bigger things on a consistent basis It's about creating strategies that help you grow your business, learning how to develop your marketing and sales skills, as well as things like systems and pricing and packaging, 
and operating your business in a bold way and getting momentum as well. So there is a lot that goes into this. I am in it all the time, as in I am doing this work all the time and I love taking my clients through it. So if you are on the fence or this is the first time you've heard about it, then I would really encourage you to head to theconnectionexchange.com forward slash BBA for Brand Builders Academy, BBA, and check it out because we're going to be closing registration at nine o'clock this Friday, the 27th of September. And I don't want you to miss out because it's going to be amazing. We have had so many incredible women from so many different backgrounds join from party businesses, website designers, graphic designers, photographers, social media, marketers, psychologists, and so many others. So this is for all kinds of businesses. So if you want to find out more, head to theconnectionexchange.com BBA, or you can hit me up on Insta at Suze Chadwick. But if you are listening to this and it is either Tuesday or Wednesday, there is two more webinars this week. So you can jump in a webinar, you can learn the eight secrets to scaling your business and get to know me a little bit more and maybe get some of the bonuses that I'm offering on those webinars to the amazing ladies that are jumping on. But without further ado, I want to jump into this week's episode because I am super excited to share it with you. This week, we are talking all about why it's time to hire yourself as the CEO in your business. So why am I talking about you hiring yourself as the CEO in your business? Well, if I'm honest, I think a lot of times we treat ourselves like an employee in our business, yeah? We think that, well, if I'm just going to do the work. And somehow we think that somebody else is going to do the marketing and the sales plan and the strategy, and they're going to somehow figure out how you're going to grow your business. But you're just going to keep doing the things that you're doing, and that will miraculously happen, even though you have not hired a CEO for your business. (laughs) So today, that's what we're going to be talking about. Today, I want to challenge you to look at how you are choosing to not only run your business, but show up in your business. And the reason I use the word choosing is because I think a lot of us know the type of things we need to be doing in our business, but we're choosing not to do them. Yeah, so the reason might be the stories we're telling ourselves, I'm not good at that. I'm not good with numbers. I'm not good with sales and marketing. I'm not good with tech. Whatever it is that you're telling yourself, you need to step back and really reflect on whether you have business habits that are helping or hindering the growth of your business. Let me just say that again for those in the back seats. Do you have business habits that are helping or hindering the growth of your business? So the question is, are you running your business like a business? I remember years ago saying this, run your business like a business and not like a self-validation tool. Do they like me? Are they following me? What do they think about me? That is not why you're running a business, yeah? So if you were chatting with a business owner or a CEO and they said, so I want you to kind of separate yourself from your business for a second, and you were speaking to somebody and they said, yeah, we don't do any marketing. We don't uh, have any sales plans. 
we're not really sure what our numbers are um, or where we get customers from, yet no idea about the metrics or the cash flow in our business. We just kind of like, you know, whatever we kind of feel like doing on the day or whatever comes, that's just kind of what we do. Now, before you started your business, if you had been speaking to somebody and they had said that to you and they were like the CEO of a business, I want you to be 100% honest with yourself and I want you to think about what would you think of that person? Would you be sitting there thinking, well, their business is going to be doing really well if they've got no idea what's going on? So we have an expectation of what a CEO does in a business. Would you think that that person that you're speaking to was serious about the business or serious about the role that they're in? Or would you think that maybe they could steer the ship a little bit better? Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I'm not asking you to judge someone else. That was like, you know, a reflective situation where if by chance before you became a business owner, you had spoken to somebody like that, what would you have thought? So I thought, you know something, let's go and take a look at a few job descriptions of CEOs on Seek job board to see what their role is and what companies are looking for. And I found a CEO job ad for a drinks company and I really loved it. So I wanted to share it with you. So I'm going to read you through what that job ad is and then we're going to talk through some of this. So the role, the CEO will play a pivotal role in driving the organization to become a leader in their category globally, transforming into one of the most effective sales and marketing organizations in their category and the world of Australian food and drink brands. So obviously this is a food and drink company. The role will involve leadership of the executive team, including operations, sales, marketing, e-commerce, events, finance, and HR. They will lead the transformation globally to drive a customer-first mindset. They will transform the company into a compelling consumer brand that resonates in the US, Europe, and the Australian markets. Ensure the organization's values and mission are upheld. Provide the board with accurate and timely reporting, regular budget monitoring and profit and loss responsibility, build strong relationships with key stakeholders, including customers and supplier. So that's the role. The person needs to have full PL responsibility, experienced in championing consumer insights into meaningful outcomes. Sales and marketing functional experience can inspire and bring an energetic and transformative leadership style and they are agile and entrepreneurial. And what's in it for you? Well, if you are able to do all of this, then you will get an attractive remuneration package and incentive scheme, the opportunity to create a global brand, agile entrepreneurial culture with global mindset, resources for deep investment in international growth. I really could not have written a better job ad myself, but I loved all of these. And so I want to challenge you today to think about how you are stepping up as the CEO in your business. So let's dive into this. So we're going to use this job ad because as somebody who's been in the recruitment industry forever and a day, I really like this ad. It's the perfect mix of inspiration, aspiration, and hard business skills. 
And just to credit it, I found it on Seek on the 24th of September by Six Degrees, which I think is a search firm. So that's who wrote it. And it's a CEO role for a global food brand. So let's dive into this. Number one, the CEO will play a pivotal role in driving the organization to become a leader in their category. So what are you doing to become a leader in your field or your category? In the last two episodes, and to be honest, in a lot of other episodes, I've shared what it takes to be a thought leader, to build a connected brand, to stand out in your market. But is this something that you're thinking about? Is it something that you want? If you're saying, well, I don't want to be a leader, my question is, what do you think leader means? It doesn't mean that you have to be the biggest. It doesn't mean that you have to be speaking on stages. It means that you are sought after and that you are known as one of the best. I can guarantee you that I'm definitely working towards this. So how are you playing a pivotal role in driving your business to become a leader? And that is to become known. Having a really clear brand strategy and understanding where you want to position yourself and what you want to be known for is a really good place to start. So as a CEO, point number one, you need to start to play a pivotal role in driving your business to becoming a leader in your category. Number two, Are you creating effective marketing and sales channels for your business? So I talk about really stepping up and how you can do this in Brand Builders Academy with my community. Yet what activities are you consciously implementing based on your constant learning? I was watching new marketing strategy videos on YouTube the other day and I'm reading about four different branding books and business books at the moment too. Now you don't need to do that. Personally, I just love learning, but you do need to work out how you're going to teach yourself some of the things you may not know or that you want to get better at. If you're telling yourself that you're not good at sales and marketing or that you don't like it, then you're going to really struggle in your business because no matter what people say, there is always an element of sales and marketing. And yes, you can absolutely build a brand and a following. And yes, they will want what you have. But just like I always say with Gorman, they have all of that, but they are still marketing their stuff to their customers like me about what they have and when they have it and how I can get it and what's available. So if you do not have a sales and marketing plan or strategy or even just some thinking around it, then you're really missing an opportunity because as a CEO, it is your job to create effective, which means that yes, you have to measure them to work out if they're effective. You have to create effective sales and marketing channels in your business, okay? Number three of the job ad was leadership of operations, sales, marketing, e-commerce, so your website, events, finance, and HR. So this is like your baseline. The operations are the workings of your business on a day-to-day basis. Do you have a clear idea of what you're working towards and what you're doing for your clients, but also for your own business? Do you have a plan or a strategy of what your big vision is? Once again, this is something I teach in Brand Builders Academy and go deeper into, and I'm constantly trying to shift the perception that this is a big deal or a big task. 
It is absolutely a big deal, but it's not a big task, yeah? It doesn't have to be a big task. It just needs to be a focused task. It's a task that you learn how to do, and then it's a skill you have forever in your business. So really looking at how does my business operate? Is it working in a way that is conducive to my life, what I want? Am I spending hours on administration? Are my systems or non-existent systems costing me money, time, sanity, growth? Like you've really got to take a look at what is working and what is not working. Is my website working? You know, is my finances where they need to be? Do I need to hire people to support me to be able to do more of what I want? Number four was lead the transformation globally to drive a customer first mindset. And so this, the end of that statement is what I really want to focus on is are you driving a customer first mindset? We live in a customer driven world and you have to be thinking about what does my customer want? So how are you developing your customer experience? Now I've shared before, if you follow me at all on Insta stories or anywhere else I've been sharing lately, I'm reading a book called Brand Hustle by Troy McKinna. I'm really hoping he's going to be on the podcast. I sent him an email. Always got to ask for what you want. It's such a good book. I really love it for any brand geeks out there. It's a good one. So on page 169 of the book, he says, the real secret to being remarkable is finding a deep consumer problem, solving it with a unique and valuable solution, connecting it to an emotional experience and amplifying it with a distinct and loud voice. I love this more than I can tell you because that is it in a nutshell. I'm just going to say it again because I think that it sinks in when we hear things more than once. So the real secret to being remarkable is finding a deep consumer problem, solving it with a unique and valuable solution, connecting it to an emotional experience and amplifying it with a distinct and loud voice. So how are you creating great customer experiences? How are you solving your customers' problems? And my question is, What is the problem that you're solving? So my customers are women in business who want to step up as the CEO, but they don't know how to. My customers are the women in business who want to learn how to create the right business structures, strategies, and systems to scale. My customers are action takers with the big dreams of wanting to be successful, but also wanting to understand how they learn key business skills along the way. My customers are the ones that want to be bold, they want to stand out, and they want to break the mold and be unique. Yeah, so I understand the problem that my customers have. I know what their issues are. I know how they're feeling. I know what they want. They want to feel organized. They want to feel like they've got clarity. They want to be in control of how well their business is doing and not just kind of flying by the seat of their pants. So what are the experiences that I'm creating for them? You have to understand who your customer is and not just, you know, like the ideal client thing where it's like, oh yeah, my customer is a woman between the age of 35 and 44 with a service-based business looking for a copywriter. Like that is not understanding the problem that your customer has and how what you do solves that problem. So you need to get deep into their desires for themselves, their desires for their business, their family 
families. No matter what you create, you need to be thinking about your customer first mindset. Yeah, so I love that one. That was number four, was lead the transformation globally to drive a customer first mindset. Number five of our job description is transform the company into a compelling consumer brand that resonates. So what does compelling really mean? I obviously asked Google and Google says compelling, evoking interest, attention or admiration in a powerfully irresistible way, not able to be refuted, inspiring conviction, not able to be resisted. I love that. So how are you evoking interest in what you do and how you do it? How are you attracting attention and admiration for what you do? Are you creating a powerfully irresistible product, service, or brand? So really thinking about these words and how you can do more of that is super important. I honestly think that it's only when we spend the time I'm really thinking more deeply about our customers and their problems that we can come up with compelling words, messages, products and services that that really speak to them. And McKenna also talks about creating lasting, vivid and detailed memories for our customers. And that helps us to create a compelling brand. So what stories are you telling yourself and what stories are you telling your customers? You know, I want you to take time to write this down. If you were to really think about what the key things are that you have to do in your business, but you're not doing them, then ask yourself why you're not doing that. And then ask yourself, what are the stories I'm telling myself when it comes to that particular task? And then I want you to really think about what are the stories that I am sharing and telling my customers about my brand, about what I'm here to do, about what my mission is, about my journey, my brand story. Like what are those stories that you're telling your customers? And maybe you're not telling those stories because of the stories you're telling yourself. Like, well, they wouldn't be interested. And well, I don't have anything important to say. And you know, what I have to say is probably gonna bore them anyway. So really think about what is it that you're telling yourself? Number six in our job description is ensure the organization's values and mission are upheld. Now, I'm not going to go into this too deeply because I actually talked about this in the last two episodes. So episode 74 and episode 75, I've talked about your vision, mission and values being a living, breathing thing in your business that you look at and are connected to on a day-to-day basis. These are the things that guide all your decisions and they help you decide on who you work with, how you work, what work you take on, how you show up, the products and services you create, all of it has to be anchored in that. So if you want to go deeper into those particular things, then definitely go and check out episode 74 and 75. Number seven of our job description was accurate and timely reporting. I'm going to say it, provide yourself with accurate and timely reporting. Yeah, this is what you need to do for yourself. So I'm very lucky, although saying that, he hasn't been doing it for long. So my hubby, bless him, sends me a report every month on where my website traffic is coming from, what works and what doesn't work. So after listening to Carly from Technobird on the podcast in episode 66, it's a good one, go check it out. We're now looking at broken links on my website, time on site, bounce rate, site speed, 
These are just some of the reporting metrics that he gives me. He looks at my Google Analytics, all of that sort of stuff, because he's very analytical and I'm not. So I used to go and look at my Google Analytics and I would see where my traffic was coming from, things like that, but I really wasn't interpreting it. I'm also running paid ads. So looking at cost per lead and then conversion rate is important as well. You know, so you've really got to take a look at what's working and what's not so that you're not just throwing money away. So during BBA launch, I have spent, you know, a certain amount of money on advertising, paid advertising. And I have to say, it's not been that much compared with the revenue that has come from it, which is awesome. So it's now looking at, well, what have I done in the past? Did that work? And what am I doing now? And is that working better? I mean, you've got to run reports and you've got to understand what's happening in your business because the market changes all the time. So I think it's really important to make sure that whatever you're doing is working. So figure out if you can't run or don't want to run or you're not, this is not something that you're really you know, hot on, then figure out if a VA can do it for you or if somebody you know can help you with it. But really starting to understand your numbers is super important, which leads us into number eight of our job description, which is, are you running your financial reports every month or quarter? So if you're not, why not? Is it because you don't know how to, or you don't have the software, or you can't be bothered? Not sure which one, but running your financial reports means you can work out how to change your strategy each year to increase your revenue. But if you don't know what's going on, then that's a hard thing to do. So I have financial goals at the beginning of each financial year, and that's what drives my business brand and marketing strategy. It means I know how much I need to dedicate to my marketing budget if I want a 10x like that marketing budget. Yeah, so really working out how much do I want to make based on how much I want to make and what products and services I'm putting out there, how much would I need to spend in paid advertising, obviously having a great organic marketing strategy and brand building strategy is super important and this podcast is a fantastic free branding strategy for me. I have gained so many followers and get amazing messages. And it has been one of the best things that I've done. So, you know, you've got to really take a look at what's working and what's not. And as I've shared before, I have majorly culled so many things in my business, but I've kept the things that are working really well. Now I've got to be able to assess what's working well and what's not working well in order to make that call in my business. So it's really important for you to think about these reports. So whether it is your data reports and your tech reports, or whether it's your financial reports, just have some oversight of what's going on in your business. Number nine of our job description was to build strong relationships with key external stakeholders, including customers and suppliers. So who are you building relationships with? I was sharing on one of my webinars that working out who you can connect with, collaborate with, and build relationships with in your business can be a key part of your growth strategy. You know, I've talked about the fact that I had Lisa Messenger at my first conference and I had Emma Isaac at my second conference and I had Cherie from the Digital Picnic speak at one of our breakfasts and like there have been women that I've really admired but one of the things that I've really looked at is who are women that have got amazing brands in the market 
where I could then also get access to their audience as well as them getting access to my audience. Like where are those collaboration opportunities and what can I be doing to really increase my visibility and my brand awareness? Yeah, so who are you working with or bringing into your business as well to support you to stay in your zone of genius and run things? So it's not just about, you know, your external relationships with customers and suppliers, but it's also the relationship with the people in your business that help you to also grow and develop and expand what it is that you're doing. So are you a relationship person and how are you cultivating those relationships in a really deliberate and focused way? Or once again, are you kind of just going, "Mm, let's just see what happens and I'll just meet who I meet? Well, I am quite strategic with who I connect with. Like I've told you before that I try and probably grab a coffee with somebody once or twice a month where I can, but I am quite specific with those relationships as well. It's not to say that those people have got big audiences or anything like that, but one, I love to vibe with them. Two, I think that there could be a really great conversation to be had. Three, there could be a collaboration down the line, who knows? But it's just something that I'm constantly thinking about is who am I connecting with and who am I building relationships with? Now, that is the role of a CEO. Yeah, so those are some of the key things that I want you to really be thinking about. How am I doing this? How am I executing on this? And what does that look like? And the benefits for you, let's just be really clear that if you make the decision to hire yourself today as a CEO in your business, then you will attract a better remuneration package. Yeah, because you will be doing things that actively and consciously move your business forward. You could create the opportunity to develop a global brand. Yeah, you can absolutely be more agile in the market because you understand what's going on in your business and outside of your business. And once again, it means that if you do this and you can increase your revenue and remuneration, then you can invest in the growth of your business. So the Connection Exchange does well. I'm really happy with where the business is at the moment, but I absolutely want a 10 exit. Yeah, and I wanna grow it. And so I invest a lot of the revenue that comes into this business back into the business. And I do pay myself, but I invest a lot back into the business. But I'm also conscious of the fact that because I do my reporting and I understand what's going on in my business, I'm investing back into things that I know are converting and working for me. So that is what today's podcast is about. It is time. I'm telling you now, it is time. It is time for you to step up and make the decision to do these things that will move your business forward. Don't fly by the seat of your pants and hope for the best. Work it out. And if you need help, like I said, Brand Builders Academy is still open for registration this week. But check it out and make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people that can help you to learn and grow and build. 
Make the time for it. It is so important if you're serious about your business. If you're not serious, then you could have stopped listening a long time ago. But if you are serious about your business and about growing it, then I really want you to start to look at how you do it deliberately. Does that sound good? Give me a yes. If you're in the car or you're walking the dog or whatever you're doing, give me a yes. Say yes. I am going to step up. I'm going to hire myself as a CEO in my business. And then I want you to tag me and I want you to tell me that you hired yourself. I want you to get on a video on Insta stories and say, Suze, I hired myself as the CEO today. And I will be cheering for you, cheering, cheering, cheering for you because I want more women to create and build thriving businesses. That is part of my big vision. Yeah, it's, I want to do it for my community. I want, which is why I create this free content for you. I want to do it for my Ladies in Brand Builders Academy. We're doing it through the Connection Exchange for One Girl, where we support every single month money to go to Sarah Leon to help young women to build businesses so that they can get out of child marriage and abuse and poverty. My vision is global and I am still looking at, Suze, what else can you do to help women to create thriving businesses? My book is one that I want to go out there and help women to create better systems and strategies and structures and to create thriving businesses. So I really want you to think about what's that vision that you've got? What is it that you're here to do? And I feel like I talk about this every week, but I just really want it to sink in because I'm thinking about it every week. For me, what is it that I want to do? How can I play bigger? How can I help more women? And I've got so many ideas and I don't know which I'm going to go with, but I've got ideas for conferences next year and I've got ideas for like scholarships like every month for certain things that I can do with women like how can I give back how can I do more how can I grow my business financially but also like from a vision perspective yeah because not everything is about the money it's about the impact so I really want you to start to step into that role, think about how you're going to do it and how you're going to really claim this space and learn what you need to learn. And we breathe. But that is it for another week. And I really hope that you got a lot out of this. I was so excited to find a job ad that I really resonated with. And I thought that is a cool job ad. And I thought it would translate really well into this week's podcast and what I wanted to talk about. Uh, But yeah, if you've got any questions, then let me know. Hit me up on Insta. And obviously, if you want to jump into Brand Builders Academy, now is the time to do it before 9 p.m. on the 27th of September 2019. And I can't wait to see you inside if you do. But thanks so much for listening and being here. If you enjoyed this episode, then I'd love you to share it with your friends, colleagues and community. And please go leave a fabulous review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. As always, you can follow me on all social platforms at Suze Chadwick, but you know, I love stories, IG stories, and I'm doing more IGTV as well. But until next time, you amazing, incredible, fantastic, and powerful lady. 
Have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold. <laughs>